Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Live from CBS Radio Studios in New York City, it's the DA Show with your host, Damon Amendolara, featuring producer Moraz and the musical sounds of the Zap Zap Orchestra. Now, ladies and gentlemen, here's DA. Everybody, DA here on CBS Sports Radio coming your way in 20 minutes. It's a trash Tuesday. We'll take out the trash in 40 minutes. We've got your sound check, your best audio of the day. SEC media days are going on as we speak. Joining us is the voice of Saturday night's marquee game on the SEC network throughout the fall. Our friend Tom Hart. Tom, good morning. Yeah, I promised myself uh, I wasn't going to get emotional today. <sighs> but with Mraz leaving and the deep relationship that we have, uh, the years that have gone by, I, I just don't know how I'm going to go on. I just, I just don't know. And it's understandable that you're emotional right now. What will you remember from your years getting booked by Mraz? I, I went back uh, to last night amidst the tears and looked back through all the texts and there's a total of, of, of four text messages I've gotten from yeah. him over the years. This is a deep, a deep relationship. <laughs> it goes all the way back to 22. And um, it's just hard to replace somebody like that when they played such a key role in your life. <laughs> I, I do need to thank him though, because I have a, a rising high school senior and um, we have been going through the college process, and I encouraged her. I said, listen, apply to Duke. Mraz did it. You know, like, let's go. Shoot for the moon. Uh, we got help on your senior paper here. Just, just you know, let's snap, snap into a Slim Jim and roll with it. Now, I understand from your Twitter page that you were called for jury duty this morning. Yeah, well, actually yesterday morning. So oh. I, spent, I spent a good chunk of my day in the Fulton County courtroom here in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, I was not needed, which is no big surprise given my, my career and the way things have gone for me. Uh, <laughs> they did not need me. <laughs> but I was, I was present and available. The highlight, we have a big... Um, there's been a big high profile case down here involving a rapper and, and maybe some gang activity. And those of us who were dismissed got on the elevator uh, in the courtroom after it was finished. And the bailiff looked at us and she said, piece of advice, 
take off that sticker that says juror for your own safety because this case just wrapped up today and you don't want to walk out in the Atlanta streets with that sticker on your chest. Wow. So, yeah, we snuck out of there. Oh, my goodness. That's serious stuff. Yeah. At SC- Almost as serious as, as SEC media days. <laughs> Almost as serious. At SEC media days, it feels like the early storyline is, how do Jimbo Fisher and Bobby Petrino get along? Now, Jimbo kind of joked about it. We put on boxing gloves. We, we took our swings at one another. But does that suggest that actually there there is some legitimate strife between the two or discomfort between the two? Oh, I don't know strife. I, I don't think Jimbo would have hired him or allowed him. To, you know, the question is, what was the motivation to hire him? Was it Jimbo's decision or did it come from above? But I, I don't think he would have allowed uh, Petrino to enter the program uh, w- without approval. They have a they have history. They have a relationship like anybody who's been in the coaching industry for you know, three decades like both of those guys have been. The question will be, how they work together throughout the course of the year. Jimbo has always been hands-on offensively calling his own plays and coaching the quarterbacks. And, you know, he insisted throughout the day yesterday that it's taken a lot off of his plate to allow uh, Petrino in there to to run things and and to do the day-to-day minutiae of running an offense. But Jimbo on game day goes out there with a play sheet uh, that looks like, you know, the biggest restaurant menu you've ever seen. And he likes to be in control uh, like a lot of these type A guys. So if everything is going well and they're cruising, that's going to be fine. But once they run into trouble, maybe week two against Miami and now questions start being asked, I think that's where you'll see uh, some friction. Unless of course everything goes well. And then it's Kumbaya and sitting around the campfire and everybody's happy, but there will be a lot of attention on that relationship throughout the entire season. So, who, and, and, and by the way, it's, it's all based on the expectations at Texas A&M. They hired him and paid him a ton of money to win a national championship, and he hasn't come close. That's right. Tom Hart, SEC Network, joins us. Whose decision do you think it was to hire Petrino? Do, do you think that's administration forcing it upon him because they spent so much money on his contract, or is that Jimbo recognizing he needs help? Probably a combination of both. I, I, I don't think Jimbo recognized that on his own, but they had a terrible year last year. Um, and offensively, they were, they were really lacking. Now, they had a, a lot of injuries, as everybody does, and, and they are quick to point to that in Aggie land and say, you know, we had the number one recruiting class in the country the year before. But they're also the poster child for NIL dysfunction right? They got all these guys to come in, and and according to Nick Saban, of course, last year, they paid him a lot of money to come there. Now, they have a very robust NIL program, uh, whether or not that influenced uh, that number one recruiting class to come to College Station last year, uh, you know, it remains to be seen, but it certainly points that direction. They never got the team chemistry right, and uh, in this day and age where uh, you, you can't go to COTS contracts and see how much everybody's getting paid, and if you're getting paid worthy, it's all rumors and innuendo and what's being spoken about uh, in the locker room, that leads to a lot of confusion for these players and a lot of questioning, like, why would you pay that guy when I'm better than him or I've been here a number of years? Uh, so they, they've got to figure that part out, and I think some programs have figured that out, and A&M hasn't just yet. Sounded like Greg Sankey yesterday was pretty critical of how NIL is being handled. And that that's not so not so surprising, but 
some people interpret it as a commissioner trying to to take power away from the players again. How did you interpret Sankey's comments yesterday about NIL? Yeah, I think that's I think that's misapplied criticism. Um, what Greg Sankey is trying to do is come up with uniform rules from coast to coast, and he recognizes that as states have done their own thing that the only way they can do that is through Congress. Now, that's a lot of work and not likely to happen anytime soon, but just as one example where you are, New York law forbids the NCAA from sanctioning schools from participating in NIL activity. It means in New York you can do whatever you want, and the NCAA can't come through and sanction the team on St. John's and say, no, you you can't pay the kid this way. Um, California's law says that through legislature that they can require revenue sharing with athletes. That's totally different from what other states have on their books. So it's almost like when I've talked to Sankey about it, he's like, listen, it's like having 50 different state championships, 50 different high school regulations and rules. This is be a, the NCAA is supposed to be a, a national entity. We should have blanket rules coast to coast, but they've lost any sort of, uh, power jurisdiction over the years, obviously, and and the only hope, I sound like Princess Leah here, but the only hope is to get Congress <laughs> to come in and and try to help out a little bit, and they've got other things on their plate. Yesterday, Brian Kelly was at the podium for LSU, and he spoke about that game against Tennessee. They got absolutely blown out by the Vols, forty to thirteen, and that that was a fork in the road. After that, they rattled off five straight wins. They won the West. They went to the SEC championship game. That fork in the road, do you think that sets them up for a big year this year? Well, the, my fork in the road for LSU was getting Jaden Daniels to come to campus and, and getting him from Arizona State. He showed up and had an incredible season. Uh, over nearly 3,800 yards, 29 touchdowns responsible for um, yes, they played much better defensively, and they got after the quarterback better, and they really flew to the ball after that Tennessee game. Um, but the bottom line is LSU will be and should be favored in the West because they have a quarterback. They have an elite quarterback. And nobody else in that division who's going to be in, in their stratosphere in terms of overall talent can say that. Alabama can't say that. And listen, Alabama has known who their quarterback was going to be Basically, every year since 2004, I mean, whether it was McElroy or McCarron or Hurst or Tua or Mack or Bryce, they always knew who was going to be a quarterback going into the season. They don't know right now. Uh, now, there's still a lot of talent at Alabama, and there's plenty of, of talent to support whoever wins that role. But LSU's got a superstar back there, and everybody else is asking that same question as to who's going to take our first snap. Tom Hart joins us from the SEC Network. SEC Media Day is going on as we speak. Next year, they will be in Dallas. And so this is the final year of the SEC without Oklahoma and Texas. How much do you think the conference changes from, I don't know, a bunch of different standpoints when OU and, and Texas join next year? Well, all of college football is changing next year, right? I mean, the Big Ten is going to go through transformative change, truly being a coast-to-coast conference. We'll finally get expanded playoffs and get to 12 teams uh, within the SEC. The scheduling is going to be the biggest change. And it's not exactly what Greg Sankey wants. They're not going to nine conference games yet, 
but I think that's in the very, very near future. Uh, the schedule looks robust. Everybody will play Texas or Oklahoma uh, next year in the SEC, so they'll get introduced to those two programs. Um, but the biggest change, or one of the big changes, will be going away from divisions, and, and that will allow the two best teams in the conference to play for um, the conference championship, and it allows also, I think, more wiggle room to get more teams into a 12-team playoff. But really what it, what it provides is when you add not just two good programs, and I certainly think Texas, uh, I'm not here to claim Texas is back, but they're certainly on the uptick, and with Arch Manning, coming in um they're going to be really good for years to come and oklahoma should be back there very soon brand names are coming in and that means more brand name games you're adding two brand names that means you're adding two big games every weekend to the sec which is already uh the biggest conference in in college football um it's going to be must watch tv as as it has been for years but now even more so tom hart the voice of the Saturday night marquee SEC Network college football game. Football is just around the corner. SEC media days in full swing. Kind enough to join us this morning on the show. Well, Tom, any final words for Mraz here at CBS Sports Radio? Well, it's really uh, career advice that I need from you, DA. I'm, t- I'm thinking about making a move. You know, I'm thinking about going from national to local. Mm. Is that something that, as my agent, you would <laughs> recommend as a move to take? I'm a little. I've only been in this business for a couple yeah. of years now. Wise or unwise? Seems like you're doing okay, Tom. I would stay the course where you are. I would stay the course. <laughs> you guys are the best. You built something really special, and uh, I know I appreciate it just like all your viewers and listeners do too. Kind of you, man. Thanks so much, Tom. We'll talk again. See you, brother. All right, Tom Hart joining us for the SEC Network. What I like about this week is that everybody's. While, of course, complimenting Mraz on the new gig, roasting him as well. This is very fun. <laughs> I, I mean, I love it. I absolutely love it. I love when people can sling back and forth. Steven Saverna Park says, DA, as your quote-unquote press conference was going on, a fog rolled in across the beach. Not unlike the foggy lines of your anti-New York stance. Hashtag, come on, man. I love Steve. One of my favorites. But what's so foggy here, guys? When we're on CBS Sports Radio, we've got an anti-New York stand. I'm not telling you you, you shouldn't, you're not allowed to listen to Mraz down the hallway when he's on in the afternoons. If you want to get some Mraz, I'm not telling you to boycott. That wouldn't be right. When he's over there, he's talking New York. You're allowed to listen to him. When he's over here, we're not. That's the boycott. The boycott is for the network. The boycott's not the people on or at least us, on that radio station. I th- I hate to say this, but in, in a weird way, you're talking has swayed me. I think what you're saying is you don't want to force it on people, but the option still remains for people. Yes, and this comes from, of course, I was fired up at the time of the announcement that Mraz would be leaving because I have felt, and I said it before, that there has been... I should choose my words carefully here. Over the years, a, at times, prioritization of the New York side of things from my bosses. And I felt that in some ways that was the case here as well. And so I also felt like the big bad 
New York station just thinks they can do whatever they want. They just come and they they pluck whoever they want. And they say, fine, Mraz is over here now. And I'm saying we've already got so much New York stuff going on in the network that a lot of our listeners have forever been sick and tired of. You know what? Let's just use this as a clean break on New York stuff. I don't need to talk about New York stuff. I don't need to lament another lost Mets season. Who cares that Aaron Judge is injured? You guys don't care if we get massive national stories that involve the New York teams, like if Aaron Rodgers begins 9-1, and one, you know, and, and is an MVP. Like, of course, I'm not going to ignore that, but I'm not going to pick New York stuff to put in this show, which I think happens across the network quite often. And you know what? Let's do a clean break here. But if you want to go listen to stuff from New York, like when Mraz is on the air starting next week, of course you're allowed to go there. I'm not going to tell you you're going to wipe Mraz out of your life. No, that's not right. But I'm talking about right here, right now, my job. My job is these four hours every single morning and to this audience. And when the bosses say, DA, we'd like you over here for two and a half hours on a Sunday, and there's some extra cash that comes along with it, I go, fine, I'll respect you as my bosses and that audience, and that's who I will serve. I'm just trying to do what's right by the audiences. That's it. Dixie Landan says, the honor roll bit came from you asking Mraz about resenting smart people in high school and then stumbling over the word salutatorian. Mraz told us about her being a cashier at Stop and Shop, his salutatorian. The valedictorian. I have a blue check mark. You know how to bag some groceries, was his direct quote. I mean, our listeners are amazing. That they, I, I would have had no memory of that, but yes, Rory did end up being a cashier at Stop and Shop. Spicy Cabbage tweets, DA, if memory serves, the New York boycott started because of an unprovoked diss directed to the network from the local side as well. I recall Sean Mraz Morash's famous suit interview for the radio station. Hashtag no one is listening. And that is true as well. When Mraz went over there to discuss getting the new gig, one of their hosts said, no one's listening to you at CBS Sports Radio. And that felt very disrespectful. That was a reason also to say, you know what, enough with them. Yeah, if no one lis- if no one's listening, that's why you're rating our talent. See, that gets Pete upset Pete's too. Pete's fired up. Pete's up, right? So, yes, that's exactly right. There, there was some internal disrespect. I would agree with that, and I'm going to try to be, you know, a good soldier here and a good employee. So that's also my responsibility. But just, uh, just give me six months and wait till I bring Cap with me. I just wanted to see your reaction. That really sent a shiver down my spine. (laughs) (laughs) That was like seeing a ghost. That was like seeing your life flash before your eyes. That was also a test of me to see what I already knew, which is Cap's way more valuable than me. (laughs) Well... At some point in the show, some point in this week, I, I I definitely want to elongate my thoughts on Mraz, his career, my relationship with him, his role on the show. But I will say this, Mraz. While of course Cap is of the utmost importance to me, 
as is Pete, as is Bogish. I think you would be happy to know my reaction to the bosses when I got the news. That I hope that I portrayed pride for you and happiness for you with also screw this, why do we lose such an important part of our show? And I think that there was two parts of it. I I told them I am of course thrilled for you and I would never stand in your way and I I want you to be the best self, your best self. But I'm unhappy when it feels like it came at the expense of you know what was good for us. That's absolutely. I tried to walk that line. Anyway, I, I would feel the same way. And Cap's just looking for us to cry now, so we're going to cut out and not give him the benefit of those. I think the tears are over. I think this is just one big jolly salute. Oh, yeah, I'm on to the next thing. <laughs> tears are Pete's over on to Cincinnati at this uh, point. I'm on to the next. Uh, look, look, we have after Friday, we have a show to build. That's how I look at it. That's how I look at it. And the person that's going to sit in that chair is going to be a part of this team, and we're going to move forward with something new. And and would say was Bogus still here? DA's still here. I'm still here. Cap is still here, and we'll go forward. Right, that's exactly right. And I, I think it's important also not to act like quote the show is over because that's disrespectful to whoever takes over that job. Exactly. That person's going to come in here and work their butts off because we're going to choose a good person, and they're going to be talented and hardworking and committed because that's what we're looking for. And the idea that, oh, woe is us, everything is over, is not right to that person. Nor the audience that's going to stay with us. I mean, there's plenty of listeners that are going to be here every single morning with us no matter what. I'm sure there's going to be some of you that say, like, Raz was the reason that I listened. And I, I don't begrudge you for that at all. I thank you for coming here no matter what the reason was. And I thank Mraz for bringing an audience that feels like they can relate to him or laugh with him or laugh at him or whatever. I mean, that's... That's gold to me. I don't care why you listen. I just want you to listen. I want this to matter to you. Because if it matters to you, then it matters to me. And it, of course, matters to me. I, I want I want people to share that. So no matter why you listen, I'm a, a forever grateful for that. But yeah, I mean, life is going to move on, and we're going to have somebody else in that chair, and we're going to try to work our asses off to make the same type of magic every single day. When we come back here on the show, we've got Trash Tuesday. I can't wait to unload. DA, CBS Sports Radio. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. So what's eating you? People that get in the left lane and drive the speed limit. I got to trash the NFL, man. Trash my ex-girlfriend. You want me to trash that? Trash Tuesday, my favorite day of the week, not for nothing. Time to vent. We take it out like the trash. It's Trash Tuesday. Listen to us on hundreds of affiliates nationwide and also on Sirius XM channel 158 and on the free Odyssey app and the free CBS Sports app. Mraz, who are you trashing? My final Trash Tuesday, I'm going to trash something I love, DA. Chick-fil-A. I gasp, I know. Whoa. I, it dawned on me that they are becoming very selfish. Last Sunday, I'm driving up a four-and-a-half-hour trek from my house up to Lake George in upstate New York, and... We had to pull off heavy rains, heavy, heavy rains, kids screaming, let's go off to this rest stop. And I pulled into a rest stop that had a Chick-fil-A. Now, I understand the Chick-fil-A's are closed on Sunday. That's a part of their their whole thing, and I respect that. But what Chick-fil-A being closed on a Sunday does in locations like this, and they're popping up at rest stops everywhere, is it takes away a storefront of which there are probably only two or three. In this case, it was a Burger King, a Starbucks, and a Chick-fil-A. And Sunday... I don't know about the rest of you in America. feels like a pretty heavily road-traveled day for a lot of people coming back from places. So what happened? Burger King for the more ashes. 40 minutes it took to get two chicken sandwiches and a total of 16 chicken nuggets. And I don't even fault these Burger King workers. Now, there was a lack of hustle for sure. But everybody who's pulling off at this rest stop on a huge interstate... It's coffee at Starbucks or it's food at Burger King because Chick-fil-A has selfishly taken up one of the three areas you could have food and they're closed on Sundays. So I'm trashing Chick-fil-A not because you're closed on Sundays, but because you have no flexibility to be open at rest stops when Sundays are a necessity for rest stop food. It's fair. It's fair. Trash. Warm, sizzling garbage. It's fair. I, I don't know if it's fair. It almost sounds like Sean's asking Chick-fil-A to do what he just criticized you for doing. Like a half-hearted commitment to something. Or they don't in be in rest stops. They don't be in rest stops. There's enough Chick-fil-A's all over the country. You don't need to be in rest stops. Only because at rest stops you are kind of like trapped for that. For those, those if you seek out Chick-fil-A, then, you know... That's your own fault. But you are kind of trapped if you're in a rest stop. Yeah, and it's not fair to the other stores. Now, they might argue, well, we're getting more business on a Sunday, which is fine. Maybe Mm -hmm. they should staff it better. But a rest stop is also a part where, hey, you want to get in, get your food quick. You want to eventually get back on the road here. If I want to sit down for an hour, I'm going to go to a real restaurant, not be eating Burger King, which is what I was forced to do. I feel like I've been in this rest stop. Is it two levels? No. But there's, I noticed them once I was keen on that. My whole trekking all over like the Griswolds, I noticed how many Chick-fil-A's are in rest stops mm-hmm. with not a lot of backup behind them. Mm. And I just think it's a terrible establishment to have at a rest stop now, especially because, again, it's not Wednesday. Sunday's a huge day on the road. But shouldn't that be on, on the rest stop and not Chick-fil-A? 
Maybe bring in another restaurant and not Chick-fil-A. Well, I mean, does the rest stop itself make money? I think it's just a landlord. But that rest stop makes so much cash off of Chick-fil-A Monday through Saturday. Days, right. They can't say no. Right. But they'll make that same cash on a, on a Wendy's. Mm, I don't know. People seek out Chick-fil-A for miles around. I'll tell you this. This is a funny story. I, I stopped at a Lowe's and I was taking something out of my car to throw out. And I had a Chick-fil-A bag with me. And so I threw it out in the garbage can. And a guy comes up to me and he goes, hey, just want to ask, is that from around here? <laughs> and I'm like, no, it's from about 45 minutes away. I'm just cleaning out my car. He's like, oh, all right, man. That's how desperate yeah. people are for Chick-fil-A. They, it's an allure. They'll go. Hey, Pete, who are you trashing? Well, this is Mirage's last week, so I'm going to get out a couple of Mirage trashes, just to clear out the inventory, <laughs> nice. make sure uh, we, nice. we cover every base. I'm going to trash his stupid bucket hat from his trip. Mm-hmm. I'm going to trash the triple the work that we're all going to get because he's leaving. Mm-hmm. I'm trashing his smell in the control room. I'm trashing that he never brought back a Super Bowl tea for me mm-hmm. and never brought back a bushel of potatoes from Boise. So trash you, <laughs> get lost, get ridden, get lost. Totally Put gross, dude. You. Nice. I like that. Okay. See you later, Pete. Andrew Bogus, who are you <laughs> trashing? So I had this trash for last week, but then I piggybacked onto Boyle's trash. So I'm going to fire up again this week. Uh, I'm trashing the end, the end game of fireworks. They look beautiful being shot in the sky. Kids love it. Fourth of July, it's America. But now, because on my block, my neighbor's nice enough to host a huge party, buy the fireworks, shoot them off. I'm then part of the cleanup crew. So July 5th for me is now two plus hours of leaf blowers and mops and brooms and garbage bags trying to get the last little bit of red paper or a little cardboard thing that was left from them falling from the sky. I hate every second of it. I saw all of these drone setups instead of fireworks this 4th of July, sign me up for yeah. that. There's no drone cleanup. It's all lasers. Yeah, please. Thank you very much. Okay, trash. Oh, break out the hazmat suit. I'm trashing the ine- inevitable hyperbole that just is wrapped around sports media constantly, and the Shohei Otani potential trade is out there, obviously, and I heard this tease. Is Shohei Otani getting traded the biggest move in sports history and I'm like wow we're going there the biggest move in the history of sports find out next and I thought to myself just a brief list off the top of my head there's Babe Ruth who literally changed the trajectory of two franchises the Red Sox won championships with him the Yankees didn't he was traded the Red Sox went into an 86 year drought And the Yankees became the most famous and popular team of all time. How about the Minneapolis Lakers leaving? They leave the Twin Cities to become the Lakers of Los Angeles. Kind of a seismic move. If you're looking at players, Wayne Gretzky leaving Edmonton, he creates Sunbelt hockey. Creates it. If he doesn't go to L.A., there's probably six or seven fewer Sun Belt franchises in the NHL and youth leagues, etc. So generationally changes the trajectory of a sport. How about Bill Belichick leaving the Jets to go to the Patriots? So was there a dynasty that could have happened with the Jets that wouldn't have happened in New England? There's Kareem that leaves the Bucks after a championship and then wins five 
and goes to eight with the Lakers. There's the Dodgers of Brooklyn being uprooted and moved to Los Angeles. Like, there's seismic, massive moves. Could Shohei Otani be the most talented player to be traded? Sure. But his existence won't change the trajectory of a sport. And the Angels didn't win anything with him anyway. So I think we should back off the biggest move in the history of sports. That's just human filth. Some more trashes. Skipper Tim trashing insurance companies, specifically medical insurance. I've gone three weeks now without insulin because the insurance company won't authorize it. They want to pay less than what the pharmacy can buy it for. Hashtag trash him. So frustrating. Steven in South Carolina trashing his son as a huge Titans fan. I told my son they had signed DeAndre Hopkins. He gets super excited and say, I hope they win a Super Bowl while I'm young. He's 10. He's ten. <laughs> I've sat in misery for 38 years waiting for one. Hashtag get him out. That's a dumpster dive. Carla with a K trashing the quote bosses for moving Mraz. Illegal dumping. Cigar smoking dude is trashing this boycotted city for stealing Mraz. We should sue him. I'm undefeated against New York attorneys 22 and 0. Hashtag bring him back. What a beatdown. Ma- Mariana trashing everyone who voted in the poll yesterday and chose more sports over more Mraz. There will always be more sports. We only have Mraz for a limited time. Hashtag stinky debris. Are those maggots? J.D., not Jolton Joe DeLuisio, trashing Mraz for leaving the show. It won't be the same. Good luck, buddy. Hashtag where does the salt go? We're eroding. Timbo Slice is trashing time. Everything has to come to an end. So is Mraz. I'm going to miss you, man. I don't want this week to end. Stinky debris. Ostrich Eyes is trashing the aliens who don't enjoy Mraz. Yeah, they're out there. You think you're safe when Mraz leaves? Nope. Mraz lives on forever. I'm getting queasy. <laughs> you think you're safe? <laughs> what does that mean? Can I also point out, too, for people who have been tweeting about that they're going to follow Mraz to the new show, which they should, I want to remind well, them. Well, like them to stay here well, on CBS Sports th- This is my Radio. point. You can listen to both. He's not going to a competing to the same time slot. You don't have to leave us oh, yeah. to go with Sean. You can still listen to us in the morning and then get your Sean fix in the afternoon. It's not a zero-sum thing. That's true, although we would like them to listen to Maggie and Perloff so, afternoons here on CBS Sports put Radio. Put that show on a different radio in a different room just okay. so it's there to be theoretically or heard. Or one in podcast. Either way, or people I, acting as if they can't listen to us because they need to listen to Raz instead. It's not like that. They're also going to get tired of the Mets bullpen talk real quick. Yeah. Yeah, that's and the, who the hell is Sean? That's the, look, this is the unfortunate reality. If you want to follow Mraz to listen to him, so, I mean, more power to you, of course. You know, he's he's amazing at what he does. But you're going to get a heavy, heavy diet of New York minutia and apparently Sean Moresh, right. not Mraz. Yeah. So he says he's not the food guy anymore. So no recipes, no eating, no farting, no pooping, no yeah. none of that. All corporate. 
So does the, the food guy goes into effect on the 24th? Because like the food guy was eating an ice cream coma taunting me about a Saquon Barkley take yesterday <laughs> on social media. Had pig. I forgot I ate an ice cream cone yesterday. I was just going to say I haven't eaten ice cream in a week. I had a cone yeah. yesterday I've never on social tr- media. Right. I've never trusted those statements from you. You make them, make them all, you like to make them often. Like, I haven't eaten this. And then you're, we remind you that you just had McDonald's <laughs> or Wendy's. Damn. Yeah. Backwards, Brian is trashing Brian Baker for feeding Chris Taylor a steady diet of fastballs for him to pick and choose which he'd send for a grand (laughs) slam to blow the Orioles' win streak. Send this guy to the Long Island Ducks. Hashtag throw a slider. Beep, beep. Sanitation just arrived. The great at mailman at your hold snapper says, I'm trashing the Baconator, Mraz. Here one last time. Leave the tennis takes to Tom Doyle, please. Hashtag I'll miss you. Hashtag sort of. Overflowing <laughs> landfill. RN is trashing DA and WFAN. I can barely tolerate the theft of Mraz. Now they're grasping at DA. And DA, don't look them in the eye. Don't engage. Like it's a bear. Trash Tuesday. Splash Brothers. More like the Trash Brothers. Dixieland Dan trashed the guy at the softball tournament Saturday that was walking around with a pint of Mad Dog 2020 and chasing it with Jack while heckling umpires. That's a disaster waiting to happen. He eventually got ejected from the grounds for screaming, bleep you, Blue. Warm, sizzling garbage. (laughs) That's a little bit worse than Go Big Blue. Why now do you love that? (laughs) (laughs) Well, because I've had to find a way to not say the football team in New York. And so instead of the G-Men thing, I've said Big Blue. And I just keep keep thinking about your drop. Go Big Blue. Go Big Blue. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, Mad Dog 2020, if you get into one of those, you're in for a day. That's a good year, though. (laughs) <laughs> it's a good yeah. vintage. Yeah, that's the vintage of yeah. Mad Dog. Yeah. I used to partake in college because that was a very cheap buzz. Orange Jubilee, strawberry banana or whatever there was. That's, that's a day. The Defensive Player of the Week sponsored by the Navy Federal Credit Union who proudly served the Armed Forces DOD veterans, their families, their members of the mission. Learn more. NavyFederal.org. Marlins infielder Gene Segura. Robbing Nolan Arenado on an infield hit yesterday. The Cardinals getting a 6-4 victory over the fish in St. Louis. When we come back. No. Yeah. We've got headlines. Sorry. AB has the update. I'm going to do sound check, too. A veteran writing Nick Pavetta has been in the Red Sox <laughs> bullpen since May. He entered last night's game in Oakland in the third, didn't leave until the eighth was over. Six frames, no runs, no hits, two walks, 13 Ks. Not walking guys, throwing strikes, doing all the little things right, and just continue to compete and be the baseball uh, team that we are. We, we all work really hard here, see it every single day. Everybody cares a lot. Um, we all want to go out there and do the best we possibly can every day. He and the Red Sox, a 7 nothing decision over the A's. They are a game and a half behind Idle Houston for the last wild card spot. For Pavetta, those are the most strikeouts without allowing a hit in relief, apparently since the mound was moved to its current distance in the 1890s. Yeah. And had Alex Cora postgame saying it may be time to put Pavetta back in the starting rotation. Shohei Otani tied the game with a two-run homer, bottom seven. Michael Stefanik won it with an RBI single, bottom ten. The Angels four, the Yankees three. The, Ma- <laughs> the Mariners held off the Twins seven-six. And Chris Taylor's grand slam got the Dodgers a six-four win 
in Baltimore. Over in the NL, the Marlins struggles continued in St. Louis. 1-1 pitch is hit sharply into right center field. That's going to plug the gap. One run scores Carlson. Rounding third, headed for home is Goldschmidt. He's going to score on the double by Nolan Arenado. As heard on Cards Radio, Arenado four ribbies and a 6-4 win. Miami's dropped four straight overall. It's last seven on the road. Luis Arise went one for five, dropping his average to 378. It's almost football time. Rookies from the Giants, Falcons, Ravens, Bills, Chiefs, Chargers, Dolphins, and Saints all report to training camp today. And eight former Northwestern football players have hired a civil rights attorney to sue the school as victims of hazing. The lawyers called the program's culture, quote, toxic, disgusting, and damaging. They expect other former Wildcats as well as players from other schools to join the suit. DA, back to you. Thank you, Bogues. Moist Pork is trashing... His telephone company, he recently discovered that the caller ID for his phone has the name of the previous owner. When I called the company, they said they don't have the capability to change it. What does that even mean? There's got to be buttons to push, levers to pull. Get them out. Warm, sizzling garbage. Could you imagine calling somebody and they have the name of the previous owner of your phone number that pops up? That's bizarre. Oh, God. When we come back, we've got sound check, your best audio of the day. Bogues wishes granted. DA, CBS Sports Radio. CBS presents this program in color. An educated person can't think he's going to get a recruit by uh, strippers coming in. They can fire you, but they can't eat you. And they run through our ass like through a tin horn, man, and we could not stop them. The audio you need to hear. It's DA Soundcheck. And Soundcheck is brought to you by Wesley Financial. Stuck at a timeshare? Want out? Contact Wesley Financial Group now and get a free timeshare exit information kit at wesleyfinancialgroup.com. Welcome back, everybody. Soundcheck begins with Joel Embiid. Does he want to stay in Philly to win that elusive title? Just want to win a championship. Um, you know, whatever it takes. I don't know what that's going to be, whether it's in Philly or, you know, anywhere else. You know, I just want to have a chance uh, to accomplish that. I want to see what it feels like to win that first one and then you can think about, you know, the next one. Everyone is focusing on the fact that he said, I want to win a championship here or anywhere else, as though this portends him shooting his way out of town eventually. I think this is much ado about nothing. I think the reality has always been for star players of the NBA who have watched all of these players before them, superstars, decide when they want to stop playing. And let's let's be careful here about throwing LeBron into that mix. LeBron has left teams to go to other teams, but never while he's been under contract. He's only signed free agent deals. He's never shot his way out of town. So a guy like Joel Embiid inevitably is going to be challenged in that very same vein every single year that the Sixers don't win a championship. Do you want to try to do it here? Do you want to have to leave to go do it? And I don't think him saying that feels to me that it's any closer to a reality. It was always a reality, no matter if he said that or not. Here's LSU head coach Brian Kelly, SEC Media Days. What about that family? I think my accent's pretty good. 
and has gotten better, you know, throughout the recruiting process. It depends on where I'm. If I'm in northern Louisiana or southern Louisiana, sometimes I get over Lake Charles. It's it's got to change a little bit. I'm here with my family. Look, you got to own it. He's doing the right thing by owning it, but it doesn't take away the fact that it happened. Brian Kelly will always be uncomfortably awkward in my eyes because of that. He tried to fake a Southern accent despite being a Boston guy that has no Boston accent. He certainly doesn't have an LSU accent. Certainly doesn't have a Bayou accent. And he tried to doll one up to get more applause from the fans or love love from the fans and he got caught red-handed acting like an idiot and you can't erase it and now after that you've got to try to put the genie back in the bottle but it never goes back in forever you're going to be family guy family guy and finally here is one dad on tiktok who shares a feeling that probably most dads would if they found out their wife was pregnant with a fourth child. Stop playing with me. Mrs. No. Mrs. No. No, yes you are. I'm not. No. I'm not. No, babe. I'm not. Babe. I'm not joking. No. 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 Stop. Stop. I'm not pregnant. Anissa. Babe, I'm not joking. Don't, don't do this to me. Please, babe. Please tell me you're joking. No! Is this a bad joke? Please, please tell me it's a joke. No, baby. No! I haven't seen. Please tell me you're joking. No! I haven't seen this video. Does he know he's being filmed? I, it looks like it's shot very low, that he's very unaware, and I think she knew that his reaction was going to be, we cannot be having another kid here. <laughs> Which just sucks that this is the TikTok generation, you know, like a, a dad has to be filmed at his weakest moment that'll be played back for the fourth kid forever. Yeah. But, but let's be real, we can all relate to this dad going, are you kidding me? Whoa, it's a girl. No! That would probably be my reaction. I'm only eight weeks into number one, and that would definitely be my reaction. No! <laughs> no! <laughs> the agony, the pain. He's watching his paycheck get lit on fire. He's watching another couple of years of no sleep. He's, he's watching another college education. He's watching more drinking nights with his buddies or football days with his friends or just quiet nights at the house. Again, getting toasted, burned, evaporating in front of his very eyes. No! A fourth child? No, honey, tell me that you're joking. No! No! This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 